mi ventana Es lo que eres mi amor Mil estrellas en mi cielo yeah. Estar contigo es lo que quiero En ti sueño todos los días Pero en el anochecer Quiero que no sean sueños Que en verdad yo sea tu dueño Y tú seas mi mujer Ya le dedico la luna A mi hermosa estrella Y no escuché lo que dicen Pa' mí eres bella Eres perfecta por fuera por dentro Y no escuché lo que dicen Pa' mí eres bella Perfecta bebé Para mí es de cabeza a los pies No escuché lo de la gente bebé yeah. Suena envidioso si lo ves yeah. Es que te como esos Baby me pongo travieso Es que ese es el proceso Perfecta confieso Pero eres más que eso ma Tú vales mucho y lo Tanner, you gotta sound better than that. Oh, don't do me like that, man. <laughs> he's over here stretching and he's it, like, come on, man, just give me a break. It's been a long week, okay? I mean, like I said, Monday, I, before we left, I had homework. And I have homework every day. <laughs> and it's not it's not like paper homework, it's online homework. And what it is, it's basically I have to click through a PowerPoint. And every power every every point, I guess you could say, from the PowerPoint has like 18 different questions and i just have to click through it and make sure i get the question right and i mean there's like i mean right now i'm enrolled in three different classes <laughs> and how we do it now is instead of having one per five weeks because that's how we would do it the we have like those three classes for the whole 15 weeks of the semester or whatever so I have to make sure that I manage my time well enough to get all of those three <laughs> classes done within 15 weeks. And me, I don't like working on it. But we have a new teacher that makes sure that we progress through it. So I've been working extremely hard on working on it. And man, I, I, I can't do it no more. I mean, like I, I, I don't want to. <laughs> I really don't. I haven't had homework in years but the last time i had to do any kind of homework was actually some studying and it was actually for uh some certification tests that i had to do and i was going through it and i was like man i haven't had to study for any kind of exams in years oh excuse me i was like the last time i took an exam uh was right before i graduated i was like but I was like, I thought I would never have to do any kind of testing or exams that required any kind of studying. I mean, and then I, and then, it, you know, you think about it. I look at it now. I got a class A CDL license. Same thing. I had to study for that. I had I, to take a step. Had to take a test for it. I'm, I'm gonna stop you. There. Did you really study for it though? I mean, yes, you I were, actually did. Okay, yes. I was like. Didn't, <laughs> I feel like you knew what you were going into. It's kind of like one of those things. Like it's like I felt a, the it's same like way. A, it's like a spelling bee. Like 
you just look over the words like the day the teacher gives it to you mm-hmm. and then it's all like yeah i got this shit because i mean once you start looking at it over and over again it's like then you fail because you overthought all the <laughs> you, words. You overthink it. And that's exactly what happened with me whenever it comes to doing my class A CDL testing. It took me three times to pass the written test. <laughs> oh, that, that's me with the TSI. I had like, okay, so all through high school, I was a great math math student. Like I loved math. I mean, the teachers in like my freshman year, the teachers would threaten me to kick me out of their class. into really? Into a better class because... I was surpassing all the kids in our class. See, I sucked at math. I loved math. And then, I mean, I loved Mr. Clint Daniel. I'm pretty sure you had him, right? I knew who you were talking about. I didn't have him. Really? Mm-mm. Oh, you no. missed out. This man would come to school driving 45 from Abilene, and I swear he was smoking weed in his pipe. He had a, li- <laughs> he had a little old man pipe, you know, yeah, the whole. Yeah, And, um, I mean... I'm pretty sure it was weed. I'm not even going to lie. I love the man to death. He was <laughs> awesome. Drank out of the same coffee mug like for the whole semester. Like, the <laughs> gross thing about it is he didn't clean it. Ugh. But he was drinking coffee all day. So, I mean, as soon as he I would... I guess fit, it didn't really matter. Yeah, I mean, like, it was a styrofoam cup, so it, like, soaked in the coffee. So, it did look disgusting. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it, it looked disgusting. Ugh. But, I mean, he was always refilling it. So, I mean, it really wasn't a big deal. But, um, I mean, like, on the on the subject, it's like, if you study for something too much, you're just going to overthink it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what happened with me. Like I said, it took me three times to pass the written test. And then the actual driving test, I passed it once. Yeah. And believe I mean, it or not, I only had three deductions on my driving test. That's me with my actual license, actually. The only thing that I got deducted on is um, I drove too far in the middle of the road mm-hmm. um, because I, dr- I got my license in Snyder. I and, did, too. My, dr- my regular driver's license, Yeah. Though. And I had gone too far into the other lane to go around the dumpsters oh. because, I mean, I, of course, I mean, I didn't really know. But, I mean, it makes sense if you really think of it. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, you only need to go around it so far. But I would exaggerate it to make sure that I did it correctly. But um, hmm. I'd forgotten the blinker on my entrance of my parallel parking and the exit of my parallel parking. Really? Yeah. See, they didn't even test me on that either when I did my parallel parking. Oh, uh, and I could tell you, I remember everything from getting to the DPS office yeah them inspecting my mother's truck making sure it passed inspection the silver one right yeah the silver truck yeah okay and making sure it passed inspection and then me going in and buckling up and actually doing the driving test i remember everything little by little but they never they never uh graded me on signaling to enter the parallel parking or exit the parallel parking. No, the the lady said that I had passed the parallel parking with flying colors. Like if, really? if if I was just a test on the parallel parking segment, I would have got a hundred. But I forgot the blinker. See, not which I, I mean, no one Snyder in DPS office. Yeah, their parallel parking is literally before you even leave the parking lot. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's why I didn't I, I didn't do it. Yeah. But I mean, I'm glad I did it in there because I would have got way more nervous if you had a <laughs> parallel parking between actual cars. I probably wouldn't have passed. I wouldn't have my license if it was actually in, be- <laughs> in between cars. Every time I see parallel parking options in between a vehicle, I choose not to do it. You know, 
having a class a cdo license and when you go to test for that you got a parallel park with a trailer oh that sounds terrible and honestly it really isn't if you can figure out placement i guess yeah it's your vehicle placement trailer placement and of course when you're backing up a trailer it's different when you turn your steering wheel left when you're backing up your trailer goes right yeah i mean i could visually i could i could do it you know in my mind i could see how you could set up for a parallel park as you go in as long as you know how long your your trailer is and you can see it in the mirror i mean Mm -hmm. you could you could do that because all you'd have to do is and visually in my head it would just be you get close to the vehicles of course because you have to be close in order to take that wide turn outwards to get in yeah so it would be for me i feel like you would have to go of course a little bit farther than you would in a normal car and then you would turn your wheels to the right as you would reverse kind of as you reverse you would turn it right so it would put the trailer in and then you would kind of just drive a little bit forward to the right of course just to kind of straighten out and then go all the way left on the truck so basically the trailer's already parallel with the truck or parallel with the spot at that point you just need to get the truck in there so you you just have to have enough clearance from the back end to the next vehicle for you to go backwards yeah so like the way the way how i learned it it was actually really simple and the i rented a truck and trailer and an instructor and so the cool thing about it on his trailer and his truck he had these tape marks Mm-hmm. and he had a little tape mark on the on the mirror and he had a little tape mark on the trailer he was like when you go to parallel park this thing line these two marks up he says this mark on the mirror is going to sit right above the tape mark on the trailer he was like that lets you know once you meet once those two marks meet that means you need to start bringing the tractor back in so you can pretty much make one smooth Entrance. parallel park. Yeah. And I was thinking about it. So you know, I never never really thought about that. Yeah. And it's it, all, it worked, all, it worked really good. It's all placement. It is. That, that's exactly what it is. And so I don't know if TSTC still does it, but they were doing uh, CDL drive, driving tests out there. Uh, I don't now, think I don't they do if, out there, uh, out at Sweetwater. Now, I knew, therefore, the longest they were. But the last time that I remember it was like 2016. See, I haven't seen an 18-wheeler leave the diesel's garage in a while. Uh, and, and but I mean, it's it's not me. I'm. Uh, let me clarify. I'm not saying that to bash them. I'm just saying that because I don't think that they do. Because, I mean, I know that all those trucks run because we've seen them run. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think that they teach it anymore. And if they do, it's just they don't have anybody to go, get, yeah. go learn. But I, but I knew they had the CDL driving program there for the longest. And they had a, a tanker trailer that they were using. And honestly, you know, I kind of like that and I kind of don't. Because not everybody's going to dr- uh, haul a tanker trailer. No. What I wish they would do, now I see the reason why they would do it, is have that tanker trailer, you know, partially filled. With, like, water or something. Yeah. Of course. We, and we don't want anybody to But we don't want anybody to, to have an accident. And, yeah, and blow, yeah. blow up their whole ass end. Yeah, and and so the thing it's not is, here. Yeah, <laughs> and the thing is that would give them a better understanding, like oh shit, this truck's starting to act different. 
Because of, co- of course, the liquid in it is gonna anything inside a trailer is gonna cause a difference. Yeah, it's like um, I scroll on Facebook and I see it all the time where uh, where they demonstrate a truck, a small truck. It's like a model truck with a trailer on it. If mm-hmm. you unbalance the trailer, yes, I've seen that video. They did it on a treadmill. The, it throws the tr- the trailer off. Yeah, they did that on a little on a treadmill, and that was pretty cool how they did that. It really was. I kind of want to do that myself, too. <laughs> <laughs> Just test it out, put a whole bunch of heavy shit on the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, I look at it now, and I think about it like, man, you know what I wish they, wish they would really do with young teenagers that are wanting to get their driver's license is take them in the ride of a semi-truck. So they can understand what it's like for a truck driver that has to deal with people on the road on a daily basis. I agree with that because, I mean, it, at that point, it's 18-wheelers, they don't just have their lives and and the cargo at stake. They have somebody else's lives. They are literally the kings of the road. Yes. And, I mean, that's, what, that's where I, when I drive, I try to give the most, utmost respect for those guys because, I mean, you got to think. They got how long? Eighteen foot trailers, right? No, uh, a lot of the trailers, most of the time, they're anywhere from forty eight feet to fifty three feet in okay. length. Okay, yeah, I, mean, I was way off, but like, <laughs> I mean, you go look at those trailers, like they—they're just straight bricks. You can't, you can't, you can't take a sharp turn. Yeah, it's it, like, it, it could, you know, and the and the crazy thing is when I think about it, the places I've been to in Houston. Iowa, Oklahoma, places like that, and I'm sure Steven's probably gonna hop on one day and he's gonna, you know, tell me tell some stories about some places like that. Oh yeah. But I can tell you on hand, one single hand, how many times I've parallel parked a semi truck. On one hand. And I, that's very few. For me, um I when it comes to eighteen wheelers, I think as you were saying, you need you need to make a, a new driver sit in an 18-wheeler. I think another thing is is you need... I think every every person on the road now needs to know how to drive a standard. To understand how it is. Because, I mean, yeah, you got automatic 18-wheelers, but not it's a lot not of... It's not that fun, honestly, not because not I don't really like them that much. But they serve their purpose. Exactly. But, I mean, not a lot of people have them, you mm-hmm. know? And for me... They got to understand there's 18, there's 18, 16 different gears in an 18 wheelers gearbox, you know, they got to go through the high and the low gear of every gear. So if you got an eight speed transmission, you have 16 different gears that they got to go through. You know, what's, what's funny about that too. Uh, I got to drive this one truck and it was a specialty built truck, excuse me, for a heavy haul company. And I thought I was just seeing things, how this transmission was set up. Now, of course, you have just your main shifter. Yeah. And it was an 18-speed transmission. Okay. So you have 18 different gears to, to choose from. And for some reason, like, I guess it had an auxiliary transmission for deep reduction. For having to push at a slower speed or reverse at a slower speed and all that. And then there was another uh, shifter right beside it, and I was like, what, "What? What? What is all this for?" And so the guy that built that truck 
actually explained to me everything for that. He was like, well, this truck is, you know, it serves multiple applications. He says, mainly for heavy haul. He was like, but you can practically set this truck up on the transmission to where this thing can creep at one mile an hour or slower. And you can just oh, hop out shit. and you can just hop out the truck and it just takes off on its own. And it's just barely creeping. Just barely going. That's awesome. For like a, what is it? A, a belly dump. Yeah. In, in a circumstance like that or something. That'd yeah. be great. And it, it was cool, you know. And the one time I got to see something really badass, I was actually coming back from Iowa. And I pulled into this uh, one rest stop. And it was the truck that hauls this jet engine powered semi truck they do these jar- these drag races oh yeah, yeah yeah like uh like tractor pulls yeah they do these drag races where they race uh fighter jets oh god dude uh, it was it was badass you know i just pulled up and parked right next to it and i was like this is a nice trailer like, it was like the little kid it was you. it was it was like a big nascar trailer mm-hmm. you know and i was looking on it and i was like this has got to be hauling something nice yeah and so the driver just happened to hop out, and I just hopped out, and I started asking, "Hey, man, like, are you hauling? hauling? Are you hauling race cars in this thing, or what?" He was like, "Something better than that." <laughs> I was like, "Really?" He was like, "You ever heard of the Shockwave?" I was like, "Shockwave? I was like, what is that?" He's like, "It's a jet-powered, jet-engine-powered semi truck." I was like, "No, are you kidding me?" He was like, "He's like, come on in." He opened the side door. He had the keys to it. Opened the side door. Turn the light switch on. And it was like he saw Optimus Prime. I was like, oh, my God. See, I love watching those because I don't know if you've seen it on Facebook. There's actually one like that, a jet-powered Mm 18-wheeler. And it's going up against a Lamborghini Huracan. Hmm. It dusts. Like, I shit you not. It gets down the track (laughs) twice as fast as a Lamborghini Huracan does. Well, I can imagine the thing's jet-powered. Well, I mean, if you think of it, weight is a big factor. Oh, yeah. But for me, it's like that thing has to spoil up, more or less. It's a big-ass turbo. Yep. But at the same time, it's not a turbo because it's thrust power. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, not, it's, it's pushing something, but it's not pushing air into an engine. It's, it's sucking it and transferring it into heat. To push it. <laughs> so it's like, that's crazy. It's, it's pretty cool how that works. You know, and, and like I said, and I got to see this truck, and I was like, man, this is badass. And he was like, yeah, he was like, I'm actually heading down to Texas right now. And I was like, well, so am I. I said, I'm heading down to Houston. I said, I got a load of sheetrock. I got to get offloaded in Houston. And he was like, well, I can't remember where he said he was going, but it was somewhere around Dallas, some sur- suburb around there. And he was like, yeah, he says, we're going to uh, – this uh place where he says and we're gonna do uh it's a it's an air show mm-hmm. and he was like and we're gonna race a fighter jet <laughs> that's cool i was like man that is badass i was like i would love to actually see that in person and i actually got to see it online and i was like man that's badass you know but i wish i could really be there in person man, that's one that. of those things where you have to wear your earmuffs i don't know if anybody's gone to uh, drags i go mm-hmm. to I, I love going to drags um tractor pulls tractor pulls is a big it's not common but it's a big thing around texas especially these small parts there are some outlaws from out of state that they come in and they'll do tractor pulls against the classes that are set up in texas 
and there's one that has like a helicopter engine in it and there's one with a jet engine in it and those things scream like like cover your ears and still hurt scream Mm. and i like it's something that i would i want to start going to more often taking the girlfriend to because that's a part of me like i love performance-based stuff like that (laughs) like because nobody realizes that's not ran off of gasoline or ethanol or anything like that most of those tractor pulls are ran off of like corn oil or just Mm -hmm. straight alcohol a lot of ethanol involved in it you know I was I was quite surprised, you know, what the monster truck engines what they run off of, and I was like, I did not know that. I was like, it was like some kind of uh, like methanol alcohol, methyl alcohol, or or something like that. And the guy was explaining to me once. He was like, that's the reason why you see blue flames blowing out the exhaust. He was like, because it's alcohol based fuel. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I, was, I never really thought about that. I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So like talking about you know the tractor pulls and stuff like that. I actually went to this uh, to this drag race, and they, they drag raced two monster trucks. Oh, really? Down the drag strip, and this was actually interesting to watch. So they're of course they're both lining up, and they're right at the tree, and then once the tree blinks green, these things took off flying. And of course, you see the front end just take off. Yeah, that, it just comes right up, and the back tires are just gripping and just going. Well, if you think of it, those tires only have like five psi in them. It's mostly rubber. Yeah, like it, it's <laughs> it's straight rubber. That's what keeps their form. Like I don't like I've barely learned that, and like going into my second semester is that most big trucks they don't have a lot of a lot of air in their tire. It's it's mostly just rubber, mm-hmm. and like. They are actually really fast. These these suckers were fast, dude. They took off down that drag strip. I can't even remember what the actual times were, but those things took off. I believe And that. I mean, they were getting it. They were getting it, and I was like, holy shit. I was like, this is cool, you know? I didn't know that they were going to do this. But it, it was really awesome to see. Uh, another time I went with a friend of mine from a – he was uh, actually a musician, and I didn't know that on the side that he likes rebuilding cars. Oh, that's dope. And so he called me one day. He was like, hey, dude, you know, just in case if you see something, he says, I'm looking for like a mid-50s or early-50s body-style pickup. I don't care if it's a Ford, Chevy, whatever. He says, I'm, I'm looking for something that's early-50s. I was like, all right, cool, you know. So I didn't think nothing of it. And so I think it was like four months later I saw something. It was like... I think it was like a 54 Chevy pickup. I couldn't really remember what it was. But I just knew it was a 50s model, and that's what he was looking for. Mm-hmm. So I called him. I said, hey, dude, here's the phone number to this pickup truck. I sent him pictures of it. And he was like, hey, that's what I'm looking for. All right, cool. Yeah, Little did I know, three years later, he completely restored that truck. And it was on one of his uh, uh albums it was part of his album cover. oh that's awesome yeah it was part of the entire band's album cover that's crazy and i was like holy shit that looks badass i was like man and uh, that's the thing too you know that was one thing i learned too about most people that are in the music business they like getting into car hobbies of some sort you see a lot of musicians in car and in, in car communities like uh corn 
Most people don't. I I don't hear a lot of positive things about corn unless you're from that era. Um, the the uh, I want to say it's the drum the the drummer. Uh, he actually has a 1967 Mustang, I believe. Don't quote me on this one, but it was on West Coast Customs, mm. and he hired them to restore the whole thing. And this is when Corn did a collab with Monster Energy Drink. Uh-huh. So it was covered in black and green, all black, matte black at that, with green, with like the the monster green. It had two 12s in the back, in the trunk, leather interior, lime green stitching, whole nine yards. It looked amazing. And then I remember on Fast and Loud, he had, I don't, it wasn't a big, the Richard Rawlings. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, he had got, uh, I want to say it was one of his friends. I don't remember the band or anything like that. But he had a 69, no, it was a 69 or a 70 Chevelle. And I mean, this thing was rotten to the core. Like it was, it was, it rust everywhere and everything. And they managed to salvage it for the most part. Really? And turned it into a... It, it was almost like a drag car. But, it, I mean, huh. it, it had the power of a drag car, but it was a street, char- street car. And it was amazing. And I love watching stuff like that because, I mean, like, most people think that one person has one hobby. But a lot of musicians show you that, like, their hobby and profession as a musician kind of drags them into different hobbies, you know, because, I mean, they don't want to be seen in, I mean, a, a broken down Silverado, you know, <laughs> they they, they want to be seen in a nice vehicle. So some of them either put in the effort to get nice cars or just make their own nice car, you know. that That's kind of like James Hetfield from uh, Metallica. Mm-hmm. He does the same thing. He takes a lot of old cars and he likes restoring them. And he's part of a car club in California. And I can't remember what it is. That's awesome. But there was a there was a interview that he did, and he was talking about. He was yeah, in my spare time, he was like, I love restoring cars, you know, fixing them up and stuff like that. And he says I'm actually part of uh, this car club, and I can't remember what it was called, but but yeah, a lot of musicians like. And here here's the funny thing, you know course you probably may have heard of who bad bunny is you probably may not oh yeah, yeah. Bad I've, bunny, listened, I've listened to bad bunny well bad bunny I may be white. has i may be white but i do <laughs> listen to to spanish music so the funny thing is bad bunny he's uh he had a truck a semi truck mm-hmm. customized by west coast customs oh now they did some things to it and they they painted it up they put fiberglass fenders on the rear they did a lot of things and he did it in memory or in honor of his uncles that he has that are truck drivers. Mm-hmm. And and it was a really nice rig. And matter of fact, it was on one of his uh, album covers. Oh, really? And I think it was in one of the music, one of his music videos. I have to go look at the album cover for sure. You'll have to check it out. I can't remember which one it is. I really don't get into too much of Bad Bunny. You know, I mean, Jesse I... and I, we like joking about anything. Yeah. And we kind of used him as a reference once. <laughs> uh, it was matter of fact, it was back to episode 20. Shout out to my friend Stetson Flores. I actually listened to that episode uh, the other day. 
Um, I had missed it, of course, and then I had recently met Stetson. He's now, like, my main barber. Uh, he's great. He's a great guy. And I had listened to that, and, yeah. You got you to gotta, you gotta go to his barber shop and check it out because Tanner goes to him now. I've been going to him before he opened the shop up. And I tell you one thing, you're going to enjoy a haircut from Stetson. That's Cuts by Tunes in Sweetwater. Got to go check him out. He's got really good selection of haircuts that you could choose from. I mean, you tell the guy what you want, he'll get it done. Mm, he's a real talented guy for sure. He, he's really talented when it comes to those clippers. And on episode 20, we were talking about how Stetson and I met, how Stetson and Jesse have already known each other. And just little things in between, you know, and how Stetson became, you know, a rapper in the music business, you know. And so Stetson and I were talking just this past Friday because uh, I went and got my hair cut before the concert. I saw Friday that. Night. I saw you there. I didn't. I couldn't stop. But and I the saw funny you thing there. was, you drove by, mm-hmm. and I thought it was Jesse. And I called Jesse. He's like, Jesse, what are you doing? Tag, you're it. You know. He's like, that's not me. That's probably Tanner. <laughs> he says, probably Tanner. You saw. Oh my bad. He said, yeah. He said, I'm in the black truck. I was like, oh shit, my bad. Yeah. But we were on Facebook Live just talking back and forth, you know. And I'm telling you, you're going to love a haircut from him. I don't really have all this information on it, but I give him a big shout-out all the time. Mm-hmm. Also, a big shout-out to our friends at Tequila's Nightclub. I was there last Friday night after the Randy Rogers and Maquinaria concert. Picked up a couple T-shirts from them, $20 a piece. You got to check them out, man. These shirts are badass. Go check them out one of these nights. You're going to love having fun over there. They always got a bunch of good drink specials. Also, a big shout-out to Tequila Girls. They're real fun people. I mean, you got to check this place out one day, Tanner. I'll take you on, on, on my on my dime. I'll get there one day. Okay? <laughs> I'll get there one day. I'll get you there on my dime one day. And I'm kind of thinking about doing something for Jesse on his birthday. You know? Yeah. And I'm kind of I mean, thinking about taking him over there and surprising him with, like, a big birthday cake and just throw him in it. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't do that on I purpose. Mean, it, it'd be a pretty cheap cake. He's not that big. No, he isn't. No, he's, he's kind of. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it'd be cheap. It'd be cheaper to go get a cake than feeding the man. <laughs> it'd be, it's a whole lot easier to throw him in one instead of giving him, it. or just put him in a box and then just build a cake around it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, having a pop up. Hey, it's King Julian. <laughs> Lord Farquaad. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Jesse. His ears are burning right now. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, man. It's Friday. We're having a good time cutting up. And we're just laughing as always. That's what what the show's about, man. Exactly. Any shout-outs you want to give to anybody? Uh, No, you basically got it for uh, Stetson. (laughs) Um, I mean, I am going to say this. Uh, I've been... uh, saving up uh sooner or later i shall be starting my own youtube and hopefully live streaming on for Hell games yeah. and posting videos uh so be on the lookout for uh some videos made by trinity coogan trinity t-r-i-n-i-t-y uh k-u-g-a-n that is the gaming and then i have a mechanic one which the Snapchat is, or the Instagram is, let me pull it up real quick. He is looking. I am. It's the un, uh, underscore tech underscore buildup. 
Gotcha. Um, I've been posting recently. I've been building up a little S10 93 model from for my girlfriend. It's a uh, a bone white. I did buy a blue one, but the transmission was blown, so I did not go through with that. <laughs> um, but you'll see not only the S10, which is the main project. You will see maintenance work on my family vehicles and anything to that sorts. Maybe even see damien's truck if he's willing to let me get my hands on it <laughs> we'll figure something out we're always up to no good so i probably might i don't want to say up to no good because usually there's not i don't want to be turnout. up to no good with uh, your truck i just want to maybe uh give it a little spotlight it it probably deserves a little bit of love somewhere it, it, I, maybe I could, some some rear diff fluid or something like that you know yeah, something, something small like that. something small something small to start off with yeah but yeah it's already got an engine replacement <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't to no fault of my own it was just something that happened and yeah. and there was nothing i could do about it good old hemi yeah yeah it's been it's been a hellacious truck that truck i call the outlaw it's uh, fair enough it has the paint job for an it outlaw has, it has the look of an outlaw truck is what i like to say but i know the one thing i'm going to do to it is i'm going to change out that exhaust what are you going to do um, I'm actually gonna make it louder. <laughs> you talking straight pipe louder? Or you talking like close to straight pipe louder? Clo- um, close to like no cats and put like a magma flow or a, a flow well, master or something. I think we have magma flows on bl- Blackie and it is catless, so that's why it's so loud. Well, the thing is, uh, nobody ex- pulled me over. <laughs> the, the exhaust that I have on it, it has a glass pack. Okay, so I mean, so you it, could it's keep still that. loud. It's still loud, you but know, I don't like the way how it was put on there. You, you want to know something? You take off the cats, and then you just rev the engine up. Like, I wouldn't do this with it with it being cold outside or anything, or like cold starting. But like after it gets warm, just rev it up four thousand, two thousand, like constantly for like ten minutes. Then put a water hose in your exhaust and mm. let it flow, and it'll shatter the glass in the glass packs. Hmm. And then just let it drive, and you'll start spitting out the all the the nasty shit in the exhaust, and it'll actually make it louder. Well, the thing is, I never liked glass packs. I've, uh, always, most been, I've, always, don't. I've always been a performance muffler type of guy. Do uh, personally, I would do. Uh, growing up, I was in love with cherry bombs. It sounds retarded because most people hate them, but I I love cherry bombs. But uh. Either cherry bombs or just like I said, go magma flow or flow master. See, on one of my previous trucks, I had flow master, and then on my mother's truck, I had flow master, and I liked it. The thing was, though, uh, they still had the catalytic converters and all that, so it wasn't going to be loud. No. Uh, but what I'm wanting to do with with my truck, since I call it the outlaw, I'm wanting to make that thing loud. See, that '78 I had, that square body, it had magma flows on it. But the only reason why it wasn't too loud is because it had an exhaust leak. Because uh. the, the hanger had rusted or whatever and ended up snapping while I was doing donuts in it. Mm. Well, speaking of doing donuts, we're going to go do some donuts, get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. It's Friday. Tanner's got more homework to do. The homework never Probably ends. won't do it Sunday. Until <laughs> Sunday. If I'm going to be honest. I'm going to try to enjoy my weekend. Yeah, and then you know, every now and then you got to take a weekend off just to kick back and relax, go do some fishing, do some grilling, maybe some drinking here and there. I'm probably gonna go hit up my friends at the Keyless Nightclub since I was there last weekend. Big shout out to my friends. Also, a big shout out to my friends at Baja Land and Cattle. 
haven't been talking about them here lately but of course we're still working on a few things with them so i mean you can't really say that we did do something you you'd made a reference last week I yeah mean, i keep forgetting a lot you, you can take me there though that, that i need i need something really good to eat that i am not cooking myself <laughs> one day we'll one day we'll do our own little cookout we'll go facebook live on the facebook page sounds good to me i'll do a instagram live on the <laughs> on the mechanic the mechanic one nobody will tune in most likely but I always have high hopes <laughs> got to but we're gonna get the hell out of here we got a lot of things to do i got some food to go eat some beer to drink and tanner to go do his homework <laughs> oh man anyways we're gonna get the hell on out of here we'll catch y'all later adios peace te lo mereces, te amo tanto Y eso, que en unos meses me fleche Toda la suerte si me la eche Si no miras como tú me ves Tú tienes un lugar En mi corazón donde vas a estar Por toda la vida, corazón También en mi mente un montón Es que tienes un lugar En mi corazón vas a estar un montón Lo sabes, mi amor